0: Come in. Hey, Dad. What's wrong, bud? Well, you know, my friends and I are making a podcast right now. Yeah, okay. But we really want to reach a lot of people. And? We are really struggling to find the right platform to launch ours with. I know you and your friends decided to go with anger.fm. Well, it is free. Yeah, I know. They have creation tools that let you record and edit your episodes right from your phone or computer. I know, but how did you get all those other places to put your show on? That's because Anchor.fm helps you easily distribute your podcast on Apple Podcast, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, and more. Wait, they do all that for you? For free? With no listener minimum, you can't go wrong with Anchor.fm. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Wow, thanks, Dad. Just make sure you go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things podcast. Today's story is called Small Town Terrors. Locals have always gathered at the little roadside diner to share a cup of delicious coffee and usually some small town gossip. But there is something very different in the tales being shared today. Donnie, wash your hands and get to the table. It's almost time for dinner, Erlene called out as she balances herself against the countertop. Her large pregnancy stomach makes her so unbalanced these days. I hate dinner time, ten-year-old Donnie thought to himself as he sat down his toys. Carl looked up from the day's newspaper. Looks like each family is finally responsible for growing their own food now. Should have always been that way. We all have to do our part these days, Earleyan rubs her stomach. Carl notices Donnie has not arrived yet and blasts loudly. Boy, get down here. Erline turns and places a hand over Carl's mouth as she shakes her head in disagreement and defense of her son. No, to everything else you were about to say. We made our choice and Donnie is it. Erline looks into his eyes, reminding him of their agreement. Carl looks to the floor, nodding his head in understanding. I think the world made our decision for us. The shortage has forced us all to decide we would never have made before, Carl. Erline corrects her husband quickly before his logic and thoughts change yet again. Donnie slowly makes his way down the long hallway to the stairs, with his arms stretched out trying to touch both sides as he tries to navigate the hallway with his eyes closed. His mind reliving the days of walking through the lush family wheat fields on a pleasant day and a cool breeze blowing, He always loved the harvest time, as sometimes his dad would let him ride with him in the large machines used to gather the wheat. A smile curls the corners of his mouth. His eyes flashed open, and his face twists from the peaceful memories into a representation of the horror that the world holds now. I'm on my way! Donnie looks across the dinner table, and realizes each family member holds a false smile on their face. Donnie, it's your turn to say grace! Grace! Erline looks at her son with a judgmental expression. He shouldn't have to if he doesn't want to. Carl interrupts. Donnie flops his head down on top of his crossed forearms. Yes, Carl. Yes, he does. We need to be thankful for the blessings we have received. There are other families. Good families out there right now starving or doing God knows what to survive. She looks at Carl with disgust. So now it's my fault? Carl blasts. Well, you're the farmer who can't grow anything, Carl, Erline attacks. Donnie weeps gently, and as quietly as possible not to attract his mother's anger. Erline and Carl continue to debate as Donnie looks across the table to the vacant fourth seat. He loved his sister, Bethany, but her frail constitution during the famine resulted in her passing. Great. Now he's crying, Carl. I swear it's every night with you. Erline scolds, waving her clenched fist in front of Carl's face. Carl rolls his eyes at the commentary. Donnie, let your sister know it is dinner time. Make sure she cleans up. Who knows when we will have a family dinner again. Erline looks at her son with great intensity in her words. Donnie looks to his father for help, but Carl focuses at his empty dinner plate. Do what your mother asks. Donnie shakes his head and storms off out of the kitchen. Erline gasps and grabs her side as the wind gets driven out of her. She nearly doubles over, looking to Carl. Real fighter, huh? Carl asks. Erline nods in agreement and slowly makes her way back to her chair at the kitchen table. Donnie did not want to bother his sister as she was in a dark place in her life, especially after Bethany had passed as it left her as the only daughter. Sherry was younger than Donnie. He could hear her music playing loud from beyond the closed wooden farmhouse door. He stopped in front of the door and called out. Sherry, you in there? You know I'm in here, Sherry replied sarcastically. What do you want, Donnie? Sherry asked, the door still closed. It's dinner time, Donnie sighed loudly. I'm not hungry, Sherry blurts out. Donnie chuckles. Your choice, either we walk to the table together or I will have to drag you. Donnie, Carl yelled. What's the holdup? Is dinner getting cold? Erline chuckled at Carl's words. You're bad. And bad for you, Carl added. Did you decide on a name yet? Carl asks as he gently placed his hands on Erline's pregnancy belly. If it's a boy, Dale. Carl looked confused at her words. Why Dale? That was my dad's name. Carl smirked. If it's a girl, Karen. Erline smiled. Like your mom? Carl laughed loudly. Erline hid the smile behind her hands. You hated my dad, Carl started, but we both hated my mom. Erline interrupted the married couple burst into laughter at the idea uncontrollably. A knock on the kitchen door to the back side of the house startled the couple out of their laughter. Carl frowned and furrowed his brow. I'll get it. Erline walked to the stove. I'll warm the oven so things won't get cold. Carl nods in agreement as he opened the back door. The neighbors Mark and Linda stand on the back porch step, looking upset and disheveled. Carl. Mark looked away, revealing the cowardice of his inner being. Mark, you came a long way. Can I help you? Carl smirked, as he knew exactly what they wanted. We were hopeful we might join you for dinner, Mark pleaded. Is it the two of you, or did you bring the kids? Carl demanded. No, just us, Mark began. Well, if you had brought the kids, I would have fired up the grill, Carl smiled. You know I love a good old-fashioned barbecue. Come on in, guys, Carl continued. I would never turn away such a wonderful neighbor. Linda, Mark's wife, asks. We heard laughter as we walked up. Erline smiled at Linda. No worries, we were discussing baby names. Linda's jaw drops. You're pregnant? Again? Mark looks at the neighbors in shock. How the hell do you two do it? Carl pulls Arlene into an embrace. We love each other, and would do whatever it takes to keep our little heaven going. I knew from the moment we met you two, asked Mike. I would say a couple that will go the distance, Linda adds. Carl and Arlene embrace and offer over-the-top smiles and an exceptionally long kiss. Carl and Erlene step aside and motion for Mark and Linda to join them. Mark holds out a plastic shopping bag with many canned vegetables inside. Sorry, it's all we had. Erlene ingratiatingly accepts the additional groceries. No, please, don't worry. These will be a pleasant addition to the meal. Everything has been so limited lately. Mark huffs loudly. Tell me about it. After the herds died off, I got worried about making it. Linda nods in agreement and settles at the kitchen table. Carl closes the door and grabs Mark a cold beer from the fridge. Carl motions for Mark to accept it. Well, eventually the kids will be down and we can get started. I don't know if I can eat dinner again. Donnie stops at the top of the stairs with Sherry close behind. Sherry tried to find the right words. Donnie, you gotta eat to survive or you're gonna get weak. Don't be like Bethany. Donnie's growing sadness could not be contained. He turned to Sherry. We could run away. Sherry holds a very mature and empathetic look on her face. What would that fix? You would still eventually get weak, and I'm smaller than you. I know I wouldn't make it. Donnie hugs his sister, and they make their way to the kitchen. Donnie and Sherry enter the kitchen with their heads hanging low. At last! Earlene's announcement moves everyone's attention to the two children. Mom, I. Donnie starts, but is quickly stopped by Erlene. Enough! Erlene commands and motions for the children to come to the table. Donnie shuffles towards the table, reaching his mother first. He cannot bring himself to look at his parents. Carl moves to Donnie's side and extends his hand. I'll take it from here. Donnie looks down to his clenched fist and shakes his head defiantly at the order. Donnie, you have to. Sherry begs him once again. Donnie sighs and places the end of the rope into his father's hand. He looks to his sister and mouths the words, I'm sorry. Sherry smiles as Carl lifts her and places her on the tabletop. Looks like dinner served, Erlene cheerfully adds. Erlene places a hand on Donnie's shoulder. Donnie looks to his mother. What? I did what you asked, just like with Bethany. He watches in tears as the neighbors and his father hold down Sherry against the tabletop, belly up. Sherry closes her eyes and tears flow gently. It's okay, Donnie. This will help our family to live. Erling places a large kitchen knife into Donnie's small hand. Now, it's your choice. You can cut her throat and make it fast, and painless, or we can all just dig right in. If you don't do it, it may be the next one will listen his mother states openly, as she rubs her stomach gently. Carl motions for Donnie to join them at the table once more to carry out the foul deed. The first cut gets you first piece. Donnie slowly shuffles to the table side. Donnie looks lovingly at his sister, as she nods to him and mouths the words. Go ahead. It will be okay. That's it for today. Come back later for the next episode of Small Town Terrors or to check out one of our other tales. Until then this is the Wicked Things Podcast signing off.